Oh, hey! My name is Elizabeth Henstridge and I played Gemma Simmons on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for seven seasons! Oh my gosh, seven seasons, not over it. Clearly not over it because now I'm making a whole podcast about it where I re-watch each episode with people who worked on it in front and behind the camera. We'll spill the tea with some juicy BTS, do a deep dive into the show, answer your questions and ultimately, hopefully, demystify the industry by sharing all the ways to work in it and the pathways to get there, challenges and all. I hope this podcast can inspire you whether you'd like to pursue a career in film and TV or not. My mic is named Liam and you are welcome to be a Lilpid, which is our community name because I love leopard print and my nickname is Lil. So with that, welcome to Live with Lil, the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, hello. Oh my gosh, I feel like maybe I'm really loud actually. Welcome along to season two of Live with Lil. <laughs> I haven't done this for a while, so I'm a little bit out of practice and also I'm using Zachary's microphone because mine is in storage, it's a long story, but his microphone is, it feels like it's very powerful, I'm sitting quite far away from it and I feel like my voice is very loud so there might be some background fan noises, I mean I can hear the fridge in my microwave, uh, microwave, Micro- microwave, I can hear the fridge in my headphones through the microphone. Oh boy. Um, yeah, how are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be starting again as season two. Can't believe it. On the show today, we have Wendy Lynn, who's makeup artist, wonderful friend and woman. I'm so happy to have her on. We had a new hair and makeup team that started in season two. And Wendy was part of this new team and I thought it'd be really fun to get Wendy Lynn on today with Brian Patrick Wade who plays Carl Creel because he plays a character where what he touches his body sort of morphs into and he gains the strength of that material. So, uh, you know, if he touches stone then sort of stone becomes his arm, his arm becomes stone and then he's really hard at punching. You know how it goes. And Wendy would be doing body painting on him, basically. And so I just thought that would be a really interesting thing to chat about. And they're both just so wonderful and they're good friends as well. So it's all going to be fun. Right now, I am back in America. So we had a little break, in which point I came back, wrapped up a little bit in London, and then came to America, got reunited with my fiancé, Zach, we met up in Atlanta, we spent a bit of time there, sort of um, things didn't go entirely to plan and now we're back in Indiana. Nothing bad, just, you know, COVID, COVID delays. So we're back in Indiana, we're currently staying in a hotel, we're quarantining and then we're going to move in with his parents again. So at a portion last season, when I started this podcast, I started from the basement of his parents' house, which, I mean, I say a basement, it's a very nice finished basement. A basement in England is like, you know, where you keep the coal. And a basement in America apparently is where is grey and, you know, there's a whole new little living space down the bottom of them stairs. So, you know, we're not in the cellar we are we will be in the basement next week oh my gosh I feel like I'm rambling I'm just so excited so yes just a little update that's what's going on so 
on the live today, Zach and I will be in the same room, which will be exciting. And you've got my, well, right now it's 3pm energy, not sort of late night energy as it would have been when I recorded it in England. So this feels just very luxurious, to be honest. I've missed you. I've missed this. I've missed us. I've been very busy squirreling away in the little break. And I've only flipping gone and made a merch line, which to be fair, has been in the works for a long time. Zach and I, years ago, were traveling. Zach runs a travel company as well as just being an actor and a million other things. Um, he runs a travel company called Monkey Miles. And so we have always flown a lot as a couple and traveled around a lot. And on one of our flights years ago, we were walking to the plane. And there was an older lady that uh, walked by in a per- like a deep purple velour tracksuit. So, you know, matching top, matching bottoms and these big, thick, just gorgeous, chunky sneakers or trainers. Before sort of the chunky trainer was really in, she was just making it her own. And I turned to Zach and said, oh my gosh, look how amazing she looks. I want to be here. And then little did I know, 10 seconds later walks by this other older gentleman in the exact shade and velour material tracksuit with matching chunky sneakers, white. They were clearly a couple together, they sat together. I was completely obsessed to the point of um, they've probably got paranoia that I'm an absolute weirdo. But basically, that's just it, it imprinted on my heart and I've never forgot it. So since that moment, I have made, persuaded Zach to wear matching clothes to me. So I would always buy us matching tracksuits to travel. The tricky thing is I would end up having to buy men's tracksuits and then I would get the extra, extra small. And it was just never great. It was always rolled up and uh, around the waist because they were far too large. So I looked into, this was years ago, making a unisex tracksuit range because the ones that I found were just uber, uber expensive. Anywho, um, looked into it, spoke to some factories in LA and it just sort of never really, it just... I had a couple of meetings about it and it just felt like, oh, it just something about it wasn't the right time. Anyway, started talking to Celia, didn't I? Who does all the artwork for this podcast and for the YouTube and just for loads of stuff for Zach and I. And uh, we started going back and forth on some images and she sent me a bunch of stuff. We were just chatting away and she, um, you know, has the logos for this. And anyway, I've kind of been working on it for um, five months, maybe. And then, no, is it that long? Oh yeah, it probably is. Anyway, then with having this little period of time off, sort of, two, three weeks, a little bit more, I've just finally got my bum in gear and have done it. And the way that it is right now, so I've got a website, elizabethhenstridge.com, and I've made, built this website, which, uh, you know, I've been learning new skills, let's put it that way. So I hope you love it. It's just, I mean, I love it. It's a a bit of fun, isn't it? And the whole range is just meant to be fun and expressive. And there's a range called Extra and there's a range called Rest Day. Basically, my Extra I just felt like they were fairly neutral, honestly, which go and look at them and, you know, judge for yourself. And um, 
Anyway, due to feedback, it's turned out that they are not neutral. They're actually quite extra. So that born the idea of a section of extra and a collection of rest day. So they're a bit more calmer, a bit more sort of, well, you'll see. Um, Prince, 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 just jolly, happy clothes that I want you to put on and feel happy. I grew up with a thing called a happy skirt. Grew up at uni, so what was I like? Late teens, early 20s. And it was a happy skirt and it was a a net sort of tutu situation. And if ever I was having a stressful hot day, I'd put on this skirt and it became my happy skirt. And it just made me feel playful and buoyant and just fab. So I hope that's what these sweats and clothes can do for you. We've got sweatpants and sweaters, matching sets. We've got t-shirts and masks so far. I have got so many more designs in sort of the background, but I didn't want to put everything on at once. And I also want it to be led by what you guys might respond well to. So everything's printed to order to try and cut down on clothing waste. It gets outsourced to a factory that's as close to your geographical shipping address as possible. So that helps to cut down on the carbon footprint of said clothing items. And I hope you love it. I'm feeling excited and a bit sort of nervous, but oh, I don't know. I was chatting to Zach about it, as I do with everything. And um, he was just saying, you know, you don't know what you don't know yet. So launch it and then figure out any of the little issues that might be along with it and learn stuff along the way. So that's the point that we're at at the moment. I hope you love it. As you listen to this, the site will be live on the on the YouTube live today, I'm going to be previewing on my Zoom the website so people can see it for the first time. But by the time you hear this, it will be Tuesday. And to celebrate the release of this episode, I am also going to put the website as live. So all being well, (laughs) it will be out there and you can see it and we can match. I'm obsessed with matching and just the thought of me being able to match with all of you just absolutely makes my heart sing. And um, hopefully you love it. Let me know. Right. Okay. So that's that. Today, I don't can't remember if I said it or not, I don't think I have. We're watching episode 201, episode one of season two called Shadows. It was directed by Vincent Missiano, who's a friend of the podcast, and it was written by Jed Whedon and Marissa Tancherone, who randomly were in my dream last night. And I'm just very excited. It's it's the introduction to so many characters. I mean, apart from anything else, old Agent Carter shows up at the start. And I was gonna try to get Hayley on, but she's just in the tiniest bit at the start, and oh, I don't know, I bottled it. Um, We also have a ton of other characters that are introduced to it. Lucy Lawless, I mean, casual, she's commenting it. Patton Oswalt is in it, although he was at the end of last season, but he's he's in it again. We've got Reed Diamond, who will play a great role going forward. BJ Britt makes an appearance. Nick Blood is in it as Lance Hunter, the introduction to Lance. Simon Cassianides pops by for a blip as Bakshi. And then the who the episode centres around is a character called Carl Creel. And Brian Patrick Wade, who played Carl, is coming on along with Wendy Lynn. I know I said those last bits, but you know, just rounding it up. Right, gosh, I thought this was going to be a quick introduction. Sorry, Augustine. Uh, Oh, I'm just going to read a quick review, even though, you know, we technically haven't started this season yet, but it just, reading it, it made me 
a little bit homesick although I'm happy to be back in America and everything I had a lovely stint in the UK and I will be going back fairly soon but just a little review from Gav in the UK he says here in the UK during lockdown which is still sort of lockdown in the UK which is just just a lot isn't it anyway here in the UK during lockdown my son and I smashed our way through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. it was a before school work treat and after school work treat (laughs) so lovely and then we got to the end of this brilliant marathon we were genuinely lost for a bit they have already started a rewatch this is this um and i'm thoroughly enjoying these a genuinely warm and fascinating insight into the making of a program and how to work your way towards the industry i've recommended this to so many people oh god i just got all goosebumps thank you so much that's just so lovely of you, thank you. We've also had a couple of really gorgeous voices. <laughs> I'm going to play one now and then one is... Uh, in fact, I'm going to play two now and one is the outro. Oh my gosh, let me find it. This one is just going to make you smile. Let me play this one first. Ready? This is Kyla. Hi, Lou. Thanks for being a great actor. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you need that again? Here we go. Hi, Lou. Thanks for being a great actor. I can't cope. So gorgeous. Thank you so much, Kyla. Thank you for being such a great person. Um, and then I wanted to... Oh my gosh, where's my little document? I wanted to play <laughs> this one. This, I feel like, sums up my sort of vibe right now. I've Where I am, sort of emotionally, where I'm vibing. Anyway, you'll get it. Here we go. Here's Maya. Oh, no, wait. No, 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 no. Maya's going to come later. Here's Caroline. See? This is my vibe. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, Lou. What's up? So, I'm currently feeling a little loopy because, haha, I got hit in the face today and I think I have a concussion. But we're not going to talk about that. I'm actually, like, kind of chilling right now. Anyway, um, literally love everything that you do, needless to say. You're just, ah, amazing. You're, ah, Amazing. That's all I can describe you as. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Uh, currently, uh, I'm not going to let this little um, head thing get in the way of me finishing my binge watch of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I literally love it so much. You guys are such amazing actors, and I don't think I can stress it enough how much I love this show. Um, anyway, you're kind of a queen, and I love you, Micho. Okay, bye. Oh, great. You're a queen. I love you too. Oh my gosh, I said I wasn't going to play another. Oh no, I did. No, 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 actually, I said I would just play two. But I have to play this last one. Thank you so much for your voices and for your emails and for your reviews. The reviews are just so helpful. They help people find us. Thank you for recommending the podcast. I mean, it's just really gone beyond our wildest dreams. Um, So right, I'm going to play Liam. Where are you, Liam? Here. Hi, my name is Liam and I just want to say a huge thank you for doing the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. reviews every single Sunday. I always look forward to them and they're the highlight of my week. I look forward to seeing who's on with you and I can't wait for you to review season two. Anyways, just thank you so much. As I know, it takes time to do this, but I really appreciate it. And on behalf of all the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. community, thank you. Thank you, Liam. And the brilliant news is that, like a seamless linker that I am, you don't have to wait anymore, Liam. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Really been prepping that and then I forgot that I was going to do it. Here we go. Episode number one of season two 
Shadows with very special guests, Brian Patrick Wade, Wendy Lynn, and of course, Zachary, but Abel, here we go. Welcome to level seven. This is actually a bit thrilling. Someone really wanted our initials to spell out shield. We have a small but active fan base. We are unstoppable together. You guys are my family. We don't move on. We hold that place in our heart, even after we say goodbye. We are not agents of nothing. We are agents of shield. Yes, okay, here we are. I finally figured it out. <laughs> we have the most amazing guests on this week. We have Wendy Lynn Makeup. You should um, trademark that, Wendy. I know. <laughs> Wendy Lynn Makeup. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> has done all sorts, has done what, like Heroes, Extant, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from season two. Feels like forever, forever. Forever. And now you're on a blissful island. Oh. Far away. <laughs> I know, so far away. You guys are too far away, both of you. I know. Well, thank you for being here. And Brian Patrick Wade, the very same. Yes. Carl Creole. I've forgotten how amazing this episode was. Watching it, I was just like, oh my God, that's when we fell in love with you as a person and also a character, but it was just, it's its such a fun episode because so many characters are introduced. And oh. like, yeah, it was the first one you worked on too, right, Wendy? Like this yeah, was this was time. my first one with you guys. So I was like, what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> Holy cow, yeah. I remember me and Lori going, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> so many characters in it. Um, and Zachary and I, are reunited. Yes. We've been and matching. Separate. We're matching. I know. Poor Zach. I made it. Look, he's even got the trousers on. <laughs> nice. What a man. What a good man. <laughs> um, so let's press play because I want two layers. Because otherwise I'll just chat away. So okay. um, I'll do a countdown. Ready? Ready. Three, two, one, play. Okay, here we go. Also, I usually have a clock that counts to where we are, but um, it, it, it's a long story, but basically so it's in, in a warehouse in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in Indiana. Our staff is in LA and some is in England. Where are you guys? We're in Indiana right now. Um, just today, Brian, just today. Yeah, just, yeah. just, just for the next They're everywhere. We're gonna move back in with Zach's parents. Back in my parents' basement. We're going back in the basement We're for a few back weeks. In the yeah. So um, you know, why don't we just lie on this couch and have a therapy session? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Maggie, where's Maggie? Where's Maggie? Yeah. And she's is she? Amazing, is she? By the way. And not dressed, not dressed like you well, for the occasion. She's not like, dressed. Oh, I know. People ask me if we're gonna do. Oh, so Maggie. At the Maggie. end of this. I'm gonna give you guys a sneak peek of the new merch website. So oh, I'm gonna nice. do a little window on this Zoom, um, but there are no dogs closed. The merch goes live on Tuesday, so I'm giving you a sneak peek. Okay. Um, right. So on my bit, I, we're like in the flashback with old casual Agent Carter there. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Wendy, was this high pressure to get like, Agent Carter and it all be secret and then have well, to... It was, especially for us all starting into this with you guys, because we were trying to catch on to everything that was happening and just get in the whole entire realm of all of it. It was, it was a little overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. That episode was... <laughs> that first day we were like, 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Running around. There's so much in it and so much establishing. So much, so much. I remember, yeah, having several, several things happen with creating mustaches and all kinds of things that we weren't ready for. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, it was all very surprising, but you know, it kept us on our toes. It was, it made it fun and we were like, okay, here we go. You know? Was, just, was Carter going yet? Were they on the, cause they filmed on a couple stages. I feel like, I don't know if they were going yet, actually. I feel like not, right? I don't They're think, I don't think so. Yeah, I yeah, don't think so. Uh, uh, mm, no, I can't remember. I feel like not, but I can't remember. We'd have yeah, to cause I know at out. one point we spoke to her about, but that might've been at conventions or something. Can't remember. Cause you guys had just come from doing extant on the same lot. Right. 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 Oh so gosh, you were kind nice. of used to like sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, me and Lori have been a team for a long time. My uh, department head, Lori Madrigal, we were a team for a long time, years, years, years. And so, yeah, sci-fi was kind of our thing. We always kind of always landed sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi. We're like, oh my gosh, just give us a comedy. (laughs) Anyways, a lot of work, a lot of work. I mean, you know, it it kept us on us to, we were challenged all the time. So we had a lot of fun. I mean, with all the different characters we got to do, honestly, we've had such a good ride with all of these things. It just was, you know, it's overwhelming, especially when you're jumping into it and you don't know anything about the sci-fi world. So it was a little, uh, but yeah, you know, Um, and you were kind of head of being well this is my view of it head of like you know the prosthetics and alieny stuff obviously rj did a lot of it too but i feel like you established so much specifically with carl creel and like body art and body painting i mean yeah i think in the beginning i was kind of on that road and then we just got so busy it just became more of rj's thing to kind of take over in that whole department um, but yeah, I started out that way. I was, you know, and again, Brian, I mean, I think that's why me and Brian hit it off so well, because, you know, I shaved off part of his beard. I won't tell anybody that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we, we uh, definitely clicked because, yeah, we had to like just jump in and do it, you know, um, and it was so fun. It was so much fun. I loved doing his stuff. And then, you know, come full circle more towards our episodes where he came into play at other times, you know, I kind of had to step back because I wasn't allowed to do as much. Thanks to Mark Colback. I know. But it was super fun. <laughs> it was super fun. He took all my fun away. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, kind of in the beginning, a little bit of this and that. So and then um Brian, with you, how much did they tell you? Because you and Wendy, as you can, can you go through the whole process, Brian, of like how when you got the audition, yeah, where was it? Was it on tape? Did you go in? Like, can, can you lead us through it? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. What well, great questions, actually. As to <laughs> flying here real quick. Yeah, you, we should get you a little microphone. <laughs> yeah, when I got the audition, it was obviously I knew what show it was for, but it was um, the sides weren't Carl Creel sides, nor did they say who the character was. So I had no idea who I was auditioning for, and um, the audition the audition went great. I think I only went in once, and um, wow. And then got the got the job, and then that's when they told me who I'd be playing. And of course, I I wasn't a comic book guy, so I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, of course, right away when I found out that I was playing uh, Carl Creel, I you know Googled him and learned everything that I could. And to find out that he was an original like Stanley creation, How and that he's been a, a a primary villain 
for four decades, you know, prior in, in the comic books. And his main nemesis is like Thor and the Incredible Hulk. And, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> right? I mean, it's like a huge character, huge villain. And um, we need so a separate movie for. Yes. Right. right. Yes. <laughs> throw that out there. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I mean, when I got the, when I finally, you know, figured out who he was and, and who I was going to get to play, it was uh, super exciting. I couldn't wait. Um, and then, you know, to see him come to life on this screen, especially with the special effects that um, they th that they used, it was just so cool, especially in this episode. I mean, so much cool stuff happened. Yeah. So talk us through that. When you, so when, when, Carl Creel, when he touches uh, a material, yep. you can kind of morph into that and take on its properties, right? Yeah, yeah. So his his whole backstory was Carl was an he was an incredible athlete. He was a boxer in in real life, but he was a two bit criminal as well. So he subsidized his boxing career with kind of you know petty crime, petty theft. Um, but he was also a really, really strong individual. So he was very strong, but then he had this whole run-in with Titiana and, and the, the Marvel Universe who transformed him into this. It was actually with Loki. That's how Carl Creel became Carl Creel. The Crusher Creel was he became Absorbing Man from Loki. Oh my gosh, absolutely no idea. Yeah, we need so, to get you on Loki TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Loki you tell us. finds out who Carl the Crusher Creel is, uh, you know, gets banished from um, uh, Thor and his world, right? Comes down to America, finds this guy, sees his strength, his incredible strength already, but knows that he can be turned into whatever for, you know, a little bit of cash. So Loki gives him this potion, which turns him into Absorbing Man, basically is how, how all this unfolds. And um, so, yeah, he, Loki gives him this potion. He turns into Absorbing Man and then becomes this character where whatever he touches, he's able to absorb that material and turn his skin into that material, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's really, really it cool. It is really neat. Superpower. I mean, what a... What like a day in the office to go, oh, I've got this audition. Oh, awesome, I booked it. Oh my yeah. gosh, I'm this character. Let me give it a Google. Right. What? Right. I mean, this whole world and this guy's so this character's so intertwined in the Marvel world from the villain side. Um mm. It's just, there's just so much material out there on him to read. It's really fascinating. Did you get oh like how do you how do you do that balance and kind of same for you when of like how obviously we don't have very much time shooting this TV show in particular you know that how much do you walk that line of you know knowing everything you can but then also just going well this is my version and we've got to shoot this tomorrow so I you know do I get sleep or do I read ten more comics or like how did you balance that Yeah. Um, well, for me, it was, it was interesting because once I kind of did my initial research, um, it, it was really in the writing that kind of led me down the path that I went, which was they really took Creel uh, away from the comic book where he was just a hardcore villain. Yeah. Um, because you'll see in a couple episodes, you know, in that I kind of flip and I hang out with you guys some and then I flip back and 
So um, the writing helped a lot with that. So I didn't really have to do much research past the initial, like, finding out who he was. So uh, I knew where he came from and kind of that backstory. Um, and then really just kind of play him. I got, It was neat because I got to play this guy, I feel like, with a little bit of heart. Yeah. Where in the comics, he didn't really have much of that. So he didn't really have much of a conscience or, or anything like that. And in, in, in S.H.I.E.L.D., I really, really appreciated and loved that they gave uh, him that color. Yeah. Um, where Talbot and I kind of became buddies and I looked out for his son. And that was really fun to play. Instead yeah. of just like kind of one note, like uh, criminal, you know. Yeah, more storyline in there for sure. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. It's amazing that you they could see you do all that in just one round of auditions. I mean, you must've just, I wish Mo and Jed were on here. Yeah, did, like, you know you that, just... did you know it was gonna be a recurring, I mean, obviously no. it was huge, but. No, 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 they said it was just the, it was, I believe in the audition, it was just a guest star for that episode. Um, a guest star possible recurring, I think is right. what it said. Right. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, turned into. And that's uh, when you started working out too, right? Like you hadn't touched a weight. As soon as I got the job, I was like, oh my God, I better work out. <laughs> what am I going to do? I got 10 days. I can't feel like terrible on television. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, we're looking at you now. You just had a glass hand yeah. or something. Um, yes. When, so, like, similar question to you, how much do you, do you just, like how much research can you do do you have time to do it do you go just completely um, off the script like I mean we just do the normal research too I mean as much as we can obviously find out beforehand is always good um if any notes come down obviously Mark Kolpak of course is is huge in this just because I've worked with Mark before with Heroes so he was so helpful I mean he's always helpful because he gives us everything I need to know and he he's so big with the Marvel like he knows everything you know yeah who does the VFX so yeah so with having the VFX with him it definitely plays such a huge part you know because yeah. he gives me such great notes great pictures great everything it was difficult to get a lot of stuff because everything's so private and quiet like you can't have a lot of stuff so mm -hmm. what I what we get from him or what we got from him I should say in the very beginning was huge yeah. like honestly yeah. huge because you're yeah. so with Mark being visual effects that's all this stuff that you know is the superhero -y elements that we can't do in real life like the superpowers he's Mark is in the prep meeting so he at least kind of has 10 12 days to know what is coming whereas you guys are on set the whole time. So right. you're kind of presumably getting messages as we're filming something else. And then right. did you guys do a practice of like, I mean, have you, you ever know, made someone look like we, stone before? We, when we can pro practice, we'll practice in the trailer on each other or, or you know, they'll bring us somebody to practice on if we've got the time to do it. But we always play with color no matter what, you know, trying to figure out what exactly we're going to do. You know, can't just do it by photos. Um, we usually try to practice no matter what, to some degree, you know, however much time we get, that's a whole other question. But, and do you, you know to, for that like do you just make up school teach you uh, honestly I mean that? at least in my career the majority of makeup artists in this business I mean I feel like girls nowadays or I shouldn't say girls it could be guys too but the majority of makeup artists do go to school now where back in my day yeah we took classes and courses but it wasn't a, a huge thing to go to school for we kind of learned our trade by helping one another learn which 
hands-on to me is the best way in this business. Cause like that, you get thrown things right and left and you just have to just do it, you know? So that's how I've learned most of my stuff is just by having to like get out there and do it, you know? Um, which I think is a great tool, honestly, like the more you're thrown stuff on things like this, the better you get at it, you know, it just, the, you know, it's a little nerve wracking when they're like rolling and you're like, hold, hold on, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, but I mean, if, if nobody's saying it doesn't look good, then you're great. Right. So, yeah. but yeah, we do with things like this, obviously this is such a big deal. I mean, obviously we practice as much as we can. So yeah. Well, and it's, there's a lot of different kind of uh, elements that you have to make stick to Brian or like yeah I mean honestly again there were so many things I wanted to do with Brian as he became more of a character and we had him more I wanted to we you know I I would reach out to him like I want to do this we're gonna do that you know and then you know like that they'd come down and go well no Mark's gonna do it we're not gonna do it with makeup and I'm like what what do you mean I'm like I want to do it you know what I mean so that was a bummer because now I really love like creating and doing his character now that I know his character and we get along and everything's flowing and we got our stuff figured out and I'm like having a good time and they want to take it away I'm like (laughs) so yeah so there's that but you know I mean how did you get into the uh into the business what was your sort of you know totally by accident it's funny that's the one question I get asked the most but um totally by accident I was working Mm -hmm. at a glamour photography studio if you can believe that with a bunch of girlfriends and now every one of us is in the business as a pro makeup artist if you can believe I mean I'm not kidding you at least I think if I could count six to seven of us so totally by mistake some girl came working with me and she pulled me out of there when I was very young and said, do you want to come work on a show? It's a non-union show. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you can come do makeup. I'm like on a TV show. What? And so she pulled me and I went and did it. And she's like, I'll teach you everything. And she, that was it. That was it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's the majority of people in our business though. I mean, maybe not, I mean, obviously not for actors so much, but I'm saying it it, with crew. So many people are like, I don't even know how I got here. I'm just here, you wow. know. So an apprenticeship. Yeah, kind I think of. it is a true apprenticeship. When yeah. you say uh-huh. glamour, because this is a joke that Elizabeth and I have. <laughs> yeah, have yeah from we the very do need beginning, to. Yeah, and we should we should clarify for our British viewers. Yes, yes because oh. so uh, this is an aside, and it's not what, what we're here for. But just very quickly, Zach would tell me we were talking about glamour pictures, and he was saying that he'd had glamour shots and he asked me if I'd ever had any back like in the day. I feel like a lot of kids, like they yeah. were, well, like Olin Mills. Glamour shots, like JC Penney, like you go in yeah. and like you're, in this, you're in the studio. Yeah, okay. so, so in America, it's, you know, like a, what is it, like a, like an old fashioned filter, wasn't it? Like a blowy well, outy, like. Yeah, we used to, ours used to be pretty elaborate. Back in the day, in the eighties, it was like glamour photography studio. Like Olin so Mills. Yes. Olin Mills. Pin okay. up their hair, backgrounds, the whole thing. Like, yeah. The yeah. Laura and Ashley dresses up. for all my sisters. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the glow, all of that. So in England, a glamour shot is a topless photo. And oh. they were in like oh, really? glamour models were topless women models. Like, so yeah. he was like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, all the time. Well. And I'm like, mm, no. Uh, he went, no, I had them. We all do it as kids. I was like, kids? <laughs> anyway, so if you are listening from England, 
glamour is like a fancy yeah, yeah. photo shoot. Right? Yeah, we should clarify. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, photo studio. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that's funny I know um talking about photo studios kind of a link um did you just thinking about Mark Kolpak Brian and all the kind of visual effects that come with a character like Paul Creel did yeah. you how did you do did they body scan you how was that yeah process? yeah so that that's what I was gonna when Wendy was talking I was just kind of thinking through like the beginning of of my character and yeah. how all this happened and and that popped in my head I think it was the first week I was there one of the first things I did was uh maybe the first day Colpat came and got me and yeah he put me on like a, a spinning pedestal in just my tidy whities and um happy did, birthday uh, talking yeah. about glamour shots glamour shot <laughs> like oh, yeah yeah <laughs> it's funny because that's what he told me he said hey Brian we're gonna go do your glamour shot now <laughs> so um Anyways, yeah, so it, it, on the spinning pedestal that just moved around, it, I stood still, uh, hands out, and it just spun really slow with cameras all That's around. pretty cool, right? Oh, it was, oh, it was so cool. It took about 40 minutes, I think, 45 minutes, but there were One just- One spin around? Yeah, it goes super slow because all these cameras are capturing every Body angle- movement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every like just crevice and, you know, shape of your body. Um, so yeah, it took about 40 minutes to, to do this full rotation. Um, and then Colpac is then able to take all those images and basically 3d print me. I mean, it could yeah. literally 3d print my entire body and that's what they use to, you know, with the tracking dots and all that to then do totally. all these special yeah. effects. And what's really cool is, and I, I feel so like just lucky and, and, and blessed to have gotten this type of character on this particular show, simply for the fact that um, I know one of the reasons I, or at least I've been told that I wasn't on as much as they would like is because my character is very expensive to do. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm very glad that the special effects that we did get to do because of the budget and the size and scope of the show just looked so bad. So I mean, yeah, that's really great. You know, they they just made my character, they made me look so much more badass than I actually am. I mean, it just, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it was really, it was really cool because, you know, as you're acting and we're shooting the episode, and, you know, I know in my head, okay, I'm supposed to, you know, I'm touching this and I'm going to turn into concrete, but, you know, obviously I don't see that. Yeah. So then when I get to actually watch the episode, I'm blown away. I'm just like, oh my God, that is so sick. And yeah. It's yeah it's just really now cool. you held a yeah. piece of uh, bark, I think, and it, it turned your whole torso into a, yeah. looking like a tree. Yes. Um, and that's such a wonderful thing about this character is that you you get those very emotional kind of heartfelt moments. It's just very still. It's you sitting down and kind of feeling at peace for a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. That's so, that's kind of unusual for a villain. And it's something that we're able to do on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. having so much time is like you say, kind of take it beyond that, just a 2D villain and into kind of a full character. Yeah. And don't you remember you got, or his character got leaked out in the beginning. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The dancers remembering that. Yeah. The paparazzi got pictures of him from, we were down, from we were the top downtown. of building. Yeah. 
And we, they had outed his character, remember? And I think, I don't know if it was that afternoon we saw it posted, remember? We were like, oh, yeah, Yeah, we had no idea. And then, yeah, it was like this whole thing that he had gotten outed before they had even announced him. So we were like, oh my God, time. It was, did you have some part of you painted? Yeah, so I was Yeah, you were painted. Yeah, I was sitting, it was when we were downtown uh, Los Angeles, and we were shooting uh, that scene in the in the Fitum courtyard uh, with it was me, uh, Simon, um, and um, oh jeez, oh, no, who else was out Ed, there? Right? It, it was Nick. Nick. I was chasing Nick. Oh, that's right. It was Nick. Nick shoots that bullet at me, um, but it was prior to that. My art. You had painted my arm blue, and we were yeah. sitting. Out, I was sitting in a cast chair outside. Was in a cast chair, getting touched up, and the picture yeah. is just straight down on his head of us touching up. And yeah. I, could, I, we were in shock. I remember. Yeah. We were like, Holy crap! Yeah, and there was speculation. It, it was like when it got posted. It was like, oh my gosh, new villain on the scene of of Shield. Um, is it the? They thought I was a Cree first oh, and sure. then it was like oh, that's right this character maybe it's this character maybe it's carl creel blah 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 um yeah it's funny cool it, it was you know it was really it was really cool to see when my character did show up just how many people love this character you yeah. know that that yeah. really loved from the comics and they're like oh my god this character's now on aos this this series is getting so good it was, it was neat it was neat to see. that's awesome what a cool you know <laughs> I feel like as actors, I personally have done a few jobs that people just couldn't really care less about. Nobody ends up watching. I've hardly seen it, you know, and you go, well, that was fun, but, and then you get to be on something. And I mean, it's why I'm doing a YouTube and a podcast about it is that there's this like joy of, oh my gosh, this character, I love it. I wonder what they're going to do with it and how's it going to look. And there's just such a passion there. Yeah, oh, 100%. Well, it's just the Marvel world is is just ever expanding now. And it's so big. And there's so many people that just love this universe. And it, you feel connected to a lot of people because of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, I told, um, uh, you know, all, all the guys, you know, that created the show, I told them every time we had a conversation, I was like, Dude, I will play Carl Creel for the rest of my career and just ride this off in the sunset. I love this character so much. You know, if you let me keep writing, I'll play it. Bring me seven. I'll keep pumping iron. Seventy years old with a walker playing <laughs> Creel. I don't care. This, this is perfect. You just you were swinging a ball around that you're turning into gold. What do you turn like into? brass? I think brass. Brass. brass yeah. Arushi in the chat was asking in terms of stunts. Give so many. Yeah. How many of them were you, or did you have a double, or how did that work? Yeah, we 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 did have a double, but I did the majority. Yeah, you of did it. all most of it, I think. Yeah, I did the majority of all of it. I think the only stunt I didn't do was when we had we were downtown that Fitum set up in uh, Antal, my who has stunt doubled me on several things, Teen Wolf, um, and a couple other shows. He he actually got hired to stunt double me on AOS, and. Um, the only stunt I think I didn't do was when I ran through that big glass door chasing Nick. Oh, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, because remember, he got all tore up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that was the only stunt I did. I, so I did pretty much everything else, um, which was really great because I love the, the physicality of this guy. So to be able to get to do all those stunts was super fun. And what's interesting enough about that particular scene that you're talking about, Zach, 
that ball and chain, the, you know, they wrote that in because that's what he uses as his weapon in the comics. Oh my gosh. How wow, cool. so cool. Yeah. There's a ball uh, and chain. What? Can't do that in public these days. You cannot. Yeah. No, don't worry. It doesn't go through. Yeah. But you right. know, it's needs is meant to be like when a cool truth drops in. So there's a cool truth for you. Yeah, very cool. That's um, right. When, you know that when Carl Creel goes gold, Quit it. It's such like compliments. Um, was that you that painted? Was that you? Did you I think I painted him gold? I mean, yeah. honestly, I did 90 percent of I did a, pretty much everything for him. Yeah. Yeah. He was one that I I solely was like, don't touch Brian. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. Yeah, okay. there's you know, I was like, don't take this one away from me. Cause I did, I loved the character just as much as he did. And again, yeah. we clicked, we did well together. So I just was like, don't take him away. I really like it. This is super fun to like try to cre create the things that he would touch. Like, you know, yeah. what would be. So honestly, I did do most of his stuff. I, I feel like maybe there was one small short time I didn't do something. I don't remember what that might've been, but, but yeah. Did they film, so just for that little section, Carl Creel has got hold of a, 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 a ball and chain that kind of looks like brass right. and then the gold kind of brass color goes all the way up your arm. Did right. they film that with no color and then you go get your arm painted and then film it up with color and then- Usually they do it. do it in those sequences, but I don't yeah. remember how we did it for this particular one. Usually that's what they'll do, or at least again, this going back to Heroes again, but that's like the first time I learned all this stuff with Mark. Mm -hmm. But that's how they used to always do the processes. You'd do a blank, then you would do the actual color or prosthetic then you would, what we used to do is we would take it off sometimes too, or we would shoot it with the prosthetic and the color and then take it off so that there was a, a marking of where it sat. So we would, oh. we would do different levels, but I feel like with agents, those, some of those um, layers disappeared. Um, I can remember Mark going, oh no, you don't need to do that on several occasions. And I'm like, but we used to do that. He's like, yeah, we don't have to do that anymore. So somehow some layers get cut. So I think we colored him maybe just his hand that day and they did the rest up the arm. Whereas there was some times where I'd had to color his arm completely or do a prosthetic. Like it just depends on how far he can take it for whatever reason, whatever his level is, you know, with that, I'm not sure, but. Right. One of the, one of the coolest, one of the coolest scenes about that, I, that I love about any episode I did, Wendy did the whole thing. It was when I was, um, I was shirtless in the warehouse. I think it was this episode where I was up against that kind of a cinder block wall and she yes. had painted that whole like facade, cinder block facade on my chest and my abs, arms. Yeah, he had all yeah, you were hidden, yeah. right? Yeah, I was hidden. I was hidden in that cinder block wall. That was all her. She painted that in, all of that on me. Yeah, it was all, yeah, we, that was all. And I think that if I remember correctly, I think we did that all just like with sponge, um, yeah. the sponge technique. It wasn't. Yeah. I don't even know if I used my airbrush, which I, is my preferred method of mo for most things. But um, you just wanted yeah. to touch I mean, me. Again, yeah. our, we got <laughs> like, no, no, I just kind of yeah, use my tongue and I like my face a bunch. <laughs> That's the tongue method. <laughs> how long does that take? I mean, not the tongue method, but like tongue method, like head. To Elizabeth, head how long does that take? It takes as long as I want it. To <laughs> I'm like, I think I need an hour with Brian. I'm like, I need like an hour with Brian. <laughs> Honestly, like as long as we can always get, 
because that that's the truth like as long as if they can give me as I will take every second yeah. because I want it to look good it's yeah. it, the rushing makes me crazy but that's television like we obviously know that our time is always very limited but when you're doing something like that like I'm I'm creating a character for an actor and I want him to love what he looks like and feel his part and I want it to look good because my name's on it. I'm like, yeah. uh, I want the time. Give me the time, guys. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, usually, you know, if we asked for it, we would get it. Like if it was something important, obviously. But but there was a lot of times where they were like, we got it. I'm like, oh, my God, we got to walk out. And he, <sighs> yeah. that, you know? that rush, but, that rush too led to the one and only mistake that I just, I just would bag on Winnie the rest of the time I was on. He still bags on me for this. <laughs> my, my my famous line to her as soon as after this happened, as soon as I sat down in the chair from that point forward, I was like, the clippers go down, damn it. And he's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me with those clippers. You know, they had they had me wear like stubble beard, right? And it was a right. certain length every time. Well, for her to get that, she would turn the clippers up, uh, you know, and go down. Well, this one time, because she was rushed for time, she goes, and it was like, bald. (laughs) And it was so like off. And I was like, Wendy, (laughs) you have to go down. She was like, oh, shit. (laughs) So he still gives me, he still gives me stuff for that today. We make jokes about it all the time. (laughs) So so from that point on, the moment I sat down in the chair, I'm like, the clippers go down. What did you do? Just blotted it in. in. But it was funny because it looked at there's one spot like on my sideburn that was just completely bald and it was really white there. And then there was like (laughs) fake hair. (laughs) Make mistakes, Brian. That's if you could make someone look like a wall, you can paint in a bit of beard. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know what? In my defense, if anybody's looking at my beard and not Brian, something's wrong, right? I mean, <laughs> right. like, yeah, if you're not Brian's noticing fault. Brian and you're looking at that, so I, I felt like I was pretty safe. I'm like, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm good. Nobody's looking at that. Okay. <laughs> it was a great test. It was a great test. Um, Brian, how do you, because you're in fantastic shape, and for a character like this, you know, that you're, you're playing a super villain, mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you stay in great shape? Because I know on your Instagram, um, you share a lot of motivation and I feel like, I feel like both of you guys need a podcast and a YouTube and everything. Um, And also you're both so into fitness, but like, how do you, how do you? Because we've just been doing only cheat meals and it's just, it's not working. (laughs) I feel like we've got most of it, yeah. Cheat meals are allowed. We're allowed. It's just how many you have. But on a show like this, like, did you feel the pressure to, I don't know, like stay in shape between episodes in case they give you a call or how do you? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, so, so I was an, an athlete growing up and, and um, I just kind of fell in love with fitness period. So I've always tried to, you know, be in shape and I'm always active and involved in some type of athletic event. Now I do CrossFit. It just, I just like to feel in shape, but there was definitely like when I got this character, like when I knew who he was, I was like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I need to step this up a little bit. Like this dude no. is jacked. Um, but no, I, I it all comes for me. Look, it just all comes down to if I don't get to the gym and, and keep myself in shape, I don't feel like I'm functioning 100% in any other capacity in my life. It's just how it is for me. I, 
I don't like who I am as a father. Um, I don't like who I am as a husband, just because I, I get a great deal of, of one stress relief and two, just a sense of accomplishment and enjoyment out of my workouts and staying healthy. And really, honestly, there's been so many points in my life where, especially as actors, everybody has where you have a lot of money and you have no money and you have a lot of money, you have no money or whatever other circumstances going on. None of that matters if your health is failing. Yes. It just doesn't. And, and, and if you have a lot of money, but your health sucks, it doesn't matter. And yeah. for me, I just always kind of keep this thing. I, I grew up really where it stems mentally is I grew up with a handicapped sister who uh, passed away about nine years ago. And I just always thought like we have, we get one body. Can't, yeah. You can't buy another one. You can't. Yeah. And, and if, if this is what I need to do, to stay in shape so I can live as long as I possibly can to see my daughter grow up. It's, that's easy sacrifice, easy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just about priority. Really, it, whatever you prioritize in your life will become important. Yeah, true. that's such a wonderful kind of legacy for her to have too. And I'm sure you were such an inspiration to her and she clearly is still such a massive influence and inf- inspiration to you. And yep. what an amazing, um, sort of just attitude and I think it's something too that I think a lot of people have discovered through lockdown and quarantine everything that's happened is you know it doesn't cost any money to go for a brisk walk or uh, and then work it up to a run and it's that sense of accomplishment like you say and a certain sense of control and a constant that you can have I mean I feel like our daily walks you know, it's not like we're benching, I don't know, 150. What do you mean? 150. That's what you bring that with like his pinky. 150. 1,000. What's a good, you know? Brian's over here doing four and a quarter. That's what I was doing. You know, our walks are, you know, I know you're doing CrossFit, but you go on a three-minute brisk walk. You've heard that cheat meal. Yeah, you've heard that cheat meal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Look, it doesn't matter what it is. I always tell people when they ask, look, if it doesn't matter if you've never worked out before or you're an exceptional athlete, and when you will attest to this, it's all about just consistency and just little changes, incremental changes. If you try and, you know, all of a sudden go, I'm never going to have a cheat meal again and I'm going to work out seven days a week and I'm going to adapt that, it's, it's, yeah. it's just little incremental changes. And it, look, I have cheat meals. I love, I love to have a, the, the occasional beer and this and that. And donuts. And donuts. Favorite donuts. Wendy's getting you back now. (laughs) Uh, Donuts are my absolute favorite. And if you ever see me on Instagram, uh, usually, I I don't post it every Sunday, but (laughs) Sundays, we, even my two-year-old, she'll wake up on Sunday and I'll say, honey, it's Sunday. Do you know what day it is? She'll go, donut Sunday. Oh my gosh, don't. What is your Instagram? Because people need that. Yeah, Brian Patrick Wade. Yeah, Brian Patrick Wade, yeah. I love it. And also, you guys need to follow Southern Con- County Customs. Yeah, country. country. Southern Country, country, country Customs, yeah. Southern Country Customs. That is um, Brian's other business that he's just casually... Like, building motorcycles. Building motorcycles and just designing and being amazing. So check that out as well. 
Um, that's such brilliant advice. When, what, because you are so good at, I mean, the hours that we keep on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that we're just watching this episode, there was so much in it. We shot that in, what, like 12 days? Uh, yeah. The amount of so. the hours that go into a day is insane. How do you, you know, because not everybody watching this is working on a TV show like we, we are. <laughs> but it, say if you have a busy day, how do you, when like, because you're so good at working out and making sure you get kind of health into your day. How do you, do you have any tips for how people can do that? Um, honestly, I, I mean, I, there was a point where I was very overweight and that's kind of what changed me. I, I don't, it was just a, a, a waking up moment for me years ago where I just, I'm like, I can't live like this. Like, who, who is this? I don't even know this person. Cause I was, it just was kind of like a quick thing that happened. And then I was kind of at my peak for maybe a couple of years. And I just, I was like, oh my God, I don't know. I just had a, a moment. Yeah, and it's so hard when you're tired yeah, I just, I got tired of feeling like that. You know what I mean? And yeah, again, like Brian said, it's like, I don't feel like I need to always rise above every single day but I got to do something every day or I don't feel good. It doesn't matter. 20 minutes, a walk, a hike, uh, a, a, you know, an aerobic session, just something to like move our bodies, yeah. especially as I get older, I get more and more, even I've, I've gotten more and more proactive about it because I just, I don't like that feeling of not being able to move. It's just horrible, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. anytime we had stairs on a set, we'd, any brains or at yes, lunch yeah we'd I'd run up and down the stairs at work um do laps around the stage uh, whenever I could I would take off if me and Lori were doing shows on locations I would ask her you know oh we've got half an hour can I just go take a hike if we'd be in a mountain she'd be like yeah go I mean anytime I could like incorporate it somehow into my day I would try to do it I wasn't good every day but but, you know, and, and I, I'd force myself on our, our turnarounds to get up at two 30 in the morning and work out. If that's what I had to do, if I had to be to work at four 35 o'clock, I'm like, I don't care. I'm getting up at two 30, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, yeah. um, you know, and a huge inspiration with this one, because he, he, I talked to him about this a lot when I first met him and he really pushed me too to just, you know, stick with it, change up your, your workouts and, Honestly, that's been huge. Me just changing things because I was getting bored, you know, which makes you also lazy. You have to, you have to find things that you love to do to make it fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, and a passion, right? Because totally. I feel like, it, and it's hard when a schedule is so full to, to still so find hard, Especially when you're not getting rest. Yeah. Right. And speaking of passions, when you have an amazing Instagram page I, I feel do. like I've been saying this wrong. Is it scone, scones and bones? Or scones, is it and bones. And bones? scones and bones. Scones I can never find a good scone in LA. So that's kind of why I started it because oh. Ozzy, my little dog is my life. And um, I just was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make my own scones because I love to bake and I love to cook. So I kind of just started an Instagram page and I've kind of just been doing that on the side as something to like keep me busy throughout the time of COVID. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to get it launched. I still have to do my webpage and I'm, I'm working on some of that, but, you know, just trying to sell around here um, a little bit just to stick my hands in it and start getting wet. So 
I do. I love cooking. I love, it's also a good release for me. I've always loved to cook. And now with COVID again, it's become more of a thing. I love to entertain. So I'm like, whatever, let's just do it. You know, it's it's amazing too. It's so going in line with this whole workout thing. Right. So she would bring it to set. Yeah. It was the best stuff. So you couldn't stay away from like, I had to purposely just walk by the makeup trailer, (laughs) just like blinders because you knew it was there. And she does. She makes the best stuff. Oh, you're sweet. Well, I mean, I I do love to bake for people. I mean, obviously I love to cook for people. I mean, that's what makes it fun. Right. Oh, it's amazing. But but yeah, the actors would get annoyed for sure. They're like, when you stop bringing it here. Clark would be like, Wendy, really? Don't give it to me. I don't want it. (laughs) You want it because it's so good. Yes. Um, So one more time, Wen, can you just say that handle? And so it's scones with a Z. With a Z and bones with a Z. So at scones and bones. There we go. And I tagged it on my story, so you can go, you can go there, find it through there. And uh-huh. um, yeah, let's just- I have, a, I have my email on there so you can email me with questions. And then eventually I'll have uh, my menu up and my website going. But right now I'm trying to reel them in. <laughs> oh, I love it. And it just, it's, you know, I think every week on here, I get- experts on in their fields and it's so fun for us to dive into how people got to where they are but it's also so cool when you go oh my gosh brian's got this amazing motorcycle company that he's like figuring out and 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 learning about like southern country customs didn't exist almost well like a year and two days ago (laughs) didn't exist right? right and then same with scones and bones it's like you're trying something new and i just i feel like you know, so often we see people that are so-called, well, that are experts. It's everybody can still put themselves in a position of feeling a bit uncomfortable and try something new. And, right. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like COVID's forced us all to, to yeah. take steps out of our comfort zone, which is yeah. huge. I mean, I think that that's really great. I mean, you see so many people like going, oh, I'm trying this. I'm starting. I mean, we've kind of been forced to in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been good for people and to reconnect with home and family and like realizing like what's really important, you know, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. is it these hours we work or is it the love that we have at home? I mean, we never get to be home. So it's definitely been a, an eye opener, at least for me anyways, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming as well for everybody else. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. It's what you can, you never, you never know what you're capable of until mm-hmm. you just go, you know what, True. I'm just going to do it, give it a go. And if it's, yeah a disaster like never mind you know right go for it um i am going to invite the episode's finished i feel like i've just talked all over it but i'm (laughs) going to invite a couple people into the zoom our zoom waiting room filled up super quick um and then talking of like new side projects i'm going to show a sneak peek of my merch website oh my gosh there's somebody wants to say hi to I had to get in here and say hello to everybody. (laughs) This is going for another hour. I'm so here for it. Um, Okay, but first, before going to my website, I'm going to bring in a couple people with questions. I'm just going to do this and this. Oh, who's that? (laughs) Hello, Maya, can you turn your... Oh, here we go. Hi. 
Hi, how are you? Hello. I'm great. How are you? Good, thank uh, you. Do you have hi. a question? Yeah, I have a question, but if you haven't watched season five, episode 21, you might want to like switch switch the volume button off. Might seen, be a spoiler. Have you, have you seen it then? I probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was very kind of you. Um, the question is like, um, did you feel as playing Carl Creel? How did you feel being betrayed by Coulson? Not Coulson, I mean Talbot. Like when he killed you. Oh, when he when he absorbed me. Or Boy, go for the hard question. <laughs> yeah, geez. I'll tell you what, that was um I got a phone call saying that that, that was gonna happen in this in the upcoming episode. And of course, as as an actor, when you when you get a job that you just love, you never want to see yeah. it end. Um, and um, it was this. It was the same with this. It's it, it was bittersweet because one, from a character standpoint, you're like, dude, you were my boy, you know. And 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 um, you know. And, and then from a just an actor standpoint, playing that character, man, you you know you you become so close with these people you spend so much time with and um, just, it's such a great, great cast and such a great time. Um, it, it, yeah, it was hard. It was a, a big, a difficult pill to swallow, both from a, a character standpoint and just as an actor standpoint, it was hard. Great question. Yeah. Hi, how do I say your name? An Anais? Anais? It's pronounced Anais. Anay. Anay. Oh, Anay. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, do you have oh my question? god, I'm shaking real bad right now. <laughs> yeah, worry. I do. Um it's a question in about season six. Um, do you know the episode where you and Chloe like get high on the puffies? Yes. Were they actual sweets or were they props? Um, yeah, they were sweets. They were like meringues. Actually, they were oh. delicious, and um, I feel like I expected them to be like the, do you know, the flying saucers with sherbet inside. Yes, so um, more like a meringue than a sherbet. Ah, yeah. I feel like okay. if we had sherbet, they you. would have probably sent us literally to another planet. But, <laughs> um, that was that was the best episode for so many reasons. Partly w what we've been saying about, you know, like Wendy and Brian, you know, being on set, there's always so much chocolate and candy around that oh. you almost, you can like, yeah, you have to be like Brian and just not even look at the donuts. <laughs> so, you know, we've been doing that for five years on and off, like sometimes not so successfully. And then in an episode where they go, for your job, you have to eat a ton of sugar it was just so great yeah yeah twist your arm twist my arm oh yeah eat just all <laughs> you know willpower is out the window yeah they weren't they didn't Thank taste you. great but you know it was something that's such a wonderful question thank you trip down memory lane um okay i'm gonna really quickly i'm gonna try and share my screen. Okay, so here's a sneak peek of this merch that is gonna be out on Tuesday. I'm a bit nervous I'm gonna end up sharing all my computer with you, but you know, welcome in. So it's gonna be two <laughs> collections, 
one extra and one called rest day. Extra is a bit of me. So we've got like <laughs> leopard print. We've got like a lemon print. Then we've got, I say anyway a lot. So we've got an anyway print. <laughs> and then one that's like our blue skies ahead. And oh. then for the days when you're maybe not feeling quite so extra and you need a bit of a rest and restore day. Oh, good. Oh, good. Here's our rest and restore. So it's just a bit more chill, you know, basically this all came. Oh no. How do I do that? This all came because, um, Zach was like, mm, not everybody. Cause I just feel like leopard is, <laughs> I thought this was it's everybody's choice. <laughs> yeah. I was like a rest day for sure. Like this is chilled. And he said, no, I think we need, and I do, I do love it. So those are our two collections. It's going to be going live on Tuesday. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. So you guys can look as good as us or <laughs> be more plain, which is also great. <laughs> And if you zoom in closely, you can see our tax return uh, here yeah. on the screen. It's in the bottom left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could have gone a very different way. I can't quite believe I managed to pull that off. We'll, we'll get some tweet saying this is her address, but yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, Brian and Wendy, this was just so fun. It Thank was fun. you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this was so fun. So great to see you guys. So great. Thanks I for feel, having me on. Wynn, it's so good to see you. I know, you too. Give kisses to that family of yours. I will. Yes, and so everybody go and check out Brian Patrick Wade on Instagram and also Southern Country Customs on Instagram and then Wendy Lynn Makeup Yes, on Instagram and Twitter and then Scones and Bones with on Z. Instagram with Z. Thank you. Go Perfect. to my yeah. Instagram stories and you can find it. And let's get all the followers up for Southern Country Customs and Scones and Bones because we've got to support the side hustle too, like the passion projects. Yes. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Smash those like buttons. Sit, subscribe, like swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time to go. Um. Thank you, Maya and Anai. Anai, sorry, for your questions. They were yes. such brilliant questions. Thank <laughs> you for being here. I know it can be a bit scary. You guys were amazing. Um, okay, I'm going to admit the waiting room, it gets crazy and a bit chaotic. So we'll just wave and say hey for a couple minutes and then I'll say goodbye and I'll end it. But oh, thank right. you for being here. Okay, my favorite part. Here we go. Hi. Hi. Hello, welcome back to the warmth and welcoming vibe of the outro podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I just scoffed down some sort of what's it crisp type things, which actually, seen as we just had quite a good health and fitness and wellness inspo, might not be the best, but they are made from chickpeas. Is that any better? Not sure. Anyway, you know, we all need a treat, a cheat every now and again. Oh, I hope you enjoyed that. I just feel like I'm floating on earth. That was so wonderful and inspiring and 
gosh, they're just the best. And as soon as I watched this episode, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago as I was prepping. Oh, that makes me sound very organized. Love that. As soon as I watched it and, you know, kind of, I kind of watch it and think, oh, who would I love to bring on? Who would be my dream? And I was just like, whoa, we have to get Brian Patrick Wade on and we have to get Wendy Lynn on. They are just, oh, so wonderful. They get on so well. They have such great conversations, such good humor, and they work together in such an interesting way, in a way that I have never worked with a makeup artist in so many special effects and so much time in the chair, and they both started on that same episode on the show together. I just knew that was going to be such a great conversation, and it just ebbed and flowed in ways that I I kind of didn't see it going, and I hope that there were some real good tidbits. Tidbits? <laughs> tidbits? No, tidbits. Anyway, nuggets in there of of wisdom and advice and, you know, laughs that were useful to you that maybe dropped in for you in a different way. I hope so. For me, there was just so, so many morsels of brilliant information that I'm just... Oh my gosh, I feel so lucky that they gave us their time and their just laughs. I feel like I've just hung out with friends because I have, but I just feel like I've, we've been in person, which we haven't. Although I am back with Zach, which is amazing. Uh, right, okay. A new thing that we're going to try is to do questions that we didn't get to in the chat because that chat goes so quickly and sometimes we're just super in a conversation and it's a really tricky job for Zach to, you know, sort of pick out the questions in there and then kind of find a good way to insert them into the conversation. Anyway, so Augustine came up with a brilliant idea that we were going to take questions from the chat on YouTube and answer them here while we have a little bit more time. So I'm just going to whiz through some of these. You know, if you're listening to the podcast and listening, uh, oh my gosh, listening to the podcast and watching the episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., then I wonder if when it had finished and when we started talking about the merch site, if then you went on elizabethhenstridge.com. Also, Elizabeth Eliz... No. Oh my gosh. I don't have the excuse of jet lag or it being late. What I wanted to say was, or www.elizabethhenstridge.com and instead what I said was Elizabeth 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 <laughs> oh my gosh or www.elizabethhenstridge.com anyway I just wondered if you went on there if you had a little snoop around see what goodies what treats lie in store for you there all calorie free so you know and will uh, guaranteed to make your wellness improved your aura sparkle a little bit more um right okay god let's get to some questions emily asks was it deliberate that daisy and peggy did so many similar things riding on top of cars diffusing nitramine bombs dealing with actual bombs agnes kitsworth agnes cully gosh wow i love these maybe they were in uh, easter eggs i don't know i think they're perhaps just both very strong, amazing people that maybe those types of people have similar traits and do similar things like riding on the top of cars. Don't know the answer to that. I want to say no, not deliberately, but I'm sure that Peggy Carter was an inspiration to the writers for all our characters being, you know, just such a wonderful woman of Marvel. You know? My gosh, I just... No, I just lost my 
questions. Ah, yes, here they are. Uh, right, from Kenzie. Elizabeth, I have a question for you. What things did you want for your character and who was your favourite boyfriend for Daisy? I know it's a silly question, but she's had a lot. <laughs> Mine's probably Lincoln. What a great question, not silly at all. What things did I want for my character? Um, I think I always wanted her to end up with Fitz. So no spoilers, but that is what I always wanted for them to have a happy ending, so to speak. And I wanted her to be happy and find peace and also keep feeling challenged and be kind to herself. Basically everything I want for myself. Who is my favourite boyfriend for Daisy? Uh, right, well, it has to be Lincoln because Luke Mitchell, who played Lincoln, is a very good friend of ours. So, um, yes, I'm going to say Lincoln. Gosh, what other boyfriends did Daisy have? Well, Ward, sort of, played by Brett Dalton. Oh, gosh, you're all going to be screaming at me now. Susa. Oh my gosh, maybe Susa is my favourite. Um, played by Enver, the wonderful Enver. Oh, uh, Austin Nichols played... Oh my gosh, I can't remember his character. Mm. Oh, anyway, all wonderful, love them all, but I think Lincoln's my fave. Right, Tessa asks... Did you all like Coulson as director or would you rather have had him as an agent? Oh, I loved him as director. I thought it was such a brilliant um, character development. And yeah, gosh, I just thought Clark was so great in this episode. I really didn't um, talk about anyone else in the episode other than Creel just because I'm just so enthralled by that character. And there was so much to dive into. But yeah, I thought Clark was brilliant in this episode. And it was just really interesting to kind of see him in that role and those pressures and what he was able to deflect by being in that role was really interesting. Kevin asks, when did you learn you were an imaginary character in Fitz's brain? They told me beforehand, said you're going to be imaginary for a while. And I said, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Mm, do I come back or am I imaginary forever? Which I was totally fine with. And they said, no, you came back. So yeah, they let me know, I think on our first meeting, which was probably a week before we started filming and Anne and I spoke a lot about what Anne Foley the costume designer about what outfit Simmons would be in and what we could have quite a lot of fun with that because what Ian what Fitz was remembering of Gemma what what image he would remember her as and we decided that in episode 106 when Simmons was jumped out of the plane because she had the Chitauri virus and she was sort of sacrificing herself that was a really traumatic moment for Fitz so I am in the same outfit as I was when I jumped off the plane because it was kind of a traumatic break for him in a way so we thought that would be a good out outfit to kind of represent that and be a significant version of Simmons that he remembers the Simmons that he wasn't able to save and how he, now he's feeling kind of a bit inadequate and yeah so that was kind of a cool um a cool thing that Anne put in there Hannah, any chance we get to see a cinematographer of the show on one of these, Lil? Yes, absolutely. What a brilliant idea. We'll work on that, definitely. Star Fox asks, what type of dog is Maggie? Yeah, Maggie did really feature in the YouTube today. Go and have a little look. Her basking in Zach's arms. She is a rescue, so we don't really know. But we think miniature schnauzer, Maltese mix, maybe a bit of poodle in there. But everybody we meet with a dog sort of says oh my gosh no I see a bit of this I see a bit of that um so we don't know she doesn't shed so it has to be a cert that kind of narrows the breeds down but no she's a rescue so we don't know but she's doing really well at the moment right we have got I'd love to play a voicey because Maya had a brilliant question 
Oh my gosh, obviously I closed the voices on my computer. One moment, please. Tap, tap, tap. Swish, swish, swish. Tap, tap, tap. On my little computer. Hi, Lil. The wind is very loud today in Ireland, um, so I hope it doesn't interrupt this message. But um, I have a question about season two, which is kind of fitting, I guess, because we're starting season two. Um, so when F- Simmons was undercover at Hydra and she left Fitz, he obviously, well, we all know he hallucinated her and like thought she was there, but she wasn't there. And um, did you have to play her differently from like a perspective of Fitz? Or um, did you just play her the way you'd normally play her? And if the answer is yes to the first one, then um, was it much different than how you'd play her? Such a brilliant question, Maya. Thank you for that. Yes, I, I find it quite difficult at first, honestly, because I couldn't quite understand what my objective was because I was playing a part of Fitz really rather than Simmons so I think what we landed on in the end and Vincent Messiano directed this episode and he's brilliant and he has been on the podcast before and he did a lot of season one and two and so by the time we'd got to this episode I knew him pretty well and I really trusted him and we spoke a lot about kind of how I should approach it and what we landed on was that my sole objective was to comfort Fitz and help to make him feel better. And once I figured out that, sorry, it's a little bit loud in the corridor of the hotel we're in. Um, yeah. So once I once we figured out the objective was to help him, and it was kind of Fitz's objective that helped me because otherwise it can feel a little bit one note. But yeah, it was a bit trippy to do that, but really cool and quite interesting. And as soon as I just sort of let go of trying to do anything too judgy and just kind of stuck with that one through line, but then I also didn't want it to make it seem too un-Simmons-like because we kind of didn't want people to we didn't want it to land that Simmons wasn't really there until the end so we kind of walked a a tight line in a way but it was really fun and there were scenes that were cut out or maybe that's next week actually scenes with Mac no maybe that's next week anyway it was fun (laughs) great question thank you and then I just want to read a couple of reviews because we've had just still some brilliant ones. And as soon as I read one from the UK, I'm going to read one from Austria and one from the US of A. So um, Agent of D says, an awesome podcast and companion to rewatch the brilliant show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You can really feel that the host Elizabeth Henshaw, who starred in all seven seasons as a series regular, loved working on the show. Oh my gosh, I did. It's also the best place to get some BTS and background information on each episode. Thank you so much, Agent of D. Uh, okay, last one. My sister and I have been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as our comfort show for weeks and it's been lovely listening to Elizabeth talk through each episode with guests such as Brett Dalton and Chloe Bennett. It really helps us feel as if we were part of the in crowd and we laugh and discuss the characters and cast like they're our close personal friends because Elizabeth really makes us feel so close to the community. Def recommend if you're an MCU fan or just interested in show business. It's a great listen. That was from Tiffany. Thank you so much. Gosh, Obviously, I could read the reviews all day, but, you know, don't want to be (laughs) too crazy about it. But I just, I so appreciate you writing them and rating and reviewing. It's, it really, really, really helps. And um, I'm just blown away by you all, by your support. And just that we're still going season two. Oh, I love it. Um, 
gosh, thank you guys. Here we go, off on another adventure for season two. Cannot wait for next week already. We're gonna have to, some brilliant guests for you. Thank you to Augustine and thank you, you guys. You're the best. I'll see you next week. I'm so happy you're still here. The Clippers go down.